0: The Emergency Medical Minute would like to thank all who have contributed to the success of Dreamland in Denver. This includes our speakers, sponsors, volunteers, and most of all, our listeners. Without your help, this event would not have been possible. If you would like to donate money to the Emergency Medical Minute and other organizations combating the opioid crisis, such as the Colorado Consortium and the Harm Reduction Action Center, go to our website at emergencymedicalminute.com. If you are unable to attend Dreamland, you are in luck. We are hard at work editing audio and video from the event for you to enjoy and share with your friends. Stay tuned. So I was going to take a minute to talk about probiotics, Uh, health or hype. So uh, how many here uh, use probiotics? Sometimes, Sometimes. yeah. (laughs) Um, So uh, probiotics in general uh, are living organisms that are taken as a food supplement uh, that have reported health benefits. Uh, Generally they're bacteria um, that have uh, thought to be have a crucial role in sort of the gut immunologic response and gut health in general. Uh, The nutraceutical industry has seized on this sort of general concept Uh, and now one in five Americans does take uh, probiotics, generally healthy, uh, but what's the data, and specifically uh, what's uh, the role of probiotics in sort of the emergency management of patients that we take care of. Um, So as far as the things where the data is most validated, uh, for antibiotic-associated diarrhea, Uh, and C. diff prevention. And then conditions like ulcerative colitis, there's relatively robust data, either level A or level B, which is generally something that is considered uh, worthy of implementing in practice. So, for example, for uh, children uh, who have antibiotic-associated diarrhea, uh, if they take probiotics, there's a 12% reduction in incidence. Um, For C. diff prevention for adult patients uh, who are started on antibiotics, some studies show up to a 60% uh, reduction. Uh, For conditions like ulcerative colitis, uh, when they flare, uh, that's about 11 or 12% reduction uh, in terms of symptoms, uh, uh, duration and severity uh, if they're started on probiotics. That sort of gives you a sense that you know they have a valid role in these medical conditions. Uh, are there? Do you guys have a sense of what some of the purported mechanisms are of why it works? What's that? Creates good flora. Yeah. So uh, I mean, in general, you know, the way we describe it to patients in layman terms is we say you know sometimes uh, there's an imbalance of bad bacteria and good bacteria. Um, The concept of having uh, good flora in general is that it uh, competes for resources against the bad bacteria. So obviously, you know, C. diff would be an example where if you have bacterial overgrowth, uh, it can be really pathogenic and in fact, life-threatening. Other purported mechanisms, and it varies by the quote-unquote good flora that you're taking, uh, is that it decreases gut permeability. Uh, and that's actually an important concept Uh, I mean if you talk when people talk about sort of the negative effects of things like processed foods uh, you know you say well of course it just seems healthier to eat things that are in their natural state but it's you know things like emulsifiers uh, which help uh, fat Or oils uh, mixed with uh, water that can actually increase gut permeability and you know something like an emulsifier which is uh, in a lot of the baked goods that you eat has a lot of negative effects because it increases gut permeability in that way so those are some of the mechanisms that's some of the data Uh, I mean ultimately in general, uh, I would say that it's part of a healthy lifestyle, uh, but in those particular cases, when a patient is being put on antibiotics in the emergency room, or they need education on an uh, ulcerative colitis flare, um, there, there's definitely valid evidence that uh, uh, shows uh, demonstrably improved uh, patient uh, outcomes uh, when their uh, uh, probiotics are utilized. Cool, yeah, question? Um, Is there any data about what kind of probiotic, like is there one that's better than another? Because there's so many products out there. Yeah, Uh, so the brief answer is yes. Uh, uh, The more complex answer is that, you know, there's generally three uh, uh, probiotics that are uh, utilized mostly. uh, Lactobacillus, bifidobacterium, and then Saccharomyces. There are sort of cocktails of bacteria that are used in uh, studies uh, for like the ulcerative colitis uh, flares. Um, So, you know, it's sort of study dependent. uh, But in general, uh, those would be sort of the three most common. I think that, you know, lactobacillus you'll just sort of see in like yogurt culture, like any yogurt that you eat. Um, So, that 's sort of the one that 's most established, but each of those bacteria, the way you, uh, just sort of reading about it briefly, uh, has sort of a different benefit yeah. uh, and could have a different uh, uh, potential patho pathophysi- or uh, physiologic mechanism that could help a particular disease process and then there 's like a lot of um, written stuff out there saying that. You know, a lot of the bacteria gets killed in your with when it goes into your stomach because of the acidic. So there, you know, people are saying, "Oh, it doesn't do any good." But by the time it actually gets to your colon or your gut, so yeah, is that not true? Uh, I mean, I think that that's sort of a valid theory, uh, but in practice, uh, when they study uh, those. Nutraceutical supplements uh they have demonstrable benefits, so even if there's some uh significant kill rate uh it definitely has uh, uh benefits yeah cool Thank you. yeah.